We here, baby. Top, 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 top. Top, 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 top. Top, 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 It's funny when you do that. Top, 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 I like that. North Carolina. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like Charlotte. That. <laughs> <laughs> Took her way back. Uh huh. What's good? Kobe, Kobe was at the uh, Lakers game the other day. Oh, was he? Yeah, seen LeBron. I seen him and LeBron dapped up, showing respect to each other. So so fucking it's, weird. It's dope, but it's dope to see legends respect each other. Like, yeah, definitely. For sure. Why can't two legends coexist? Anyway. <laughs> I like that. Hmm. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Top Hill. Yes, sir. Podcast. This is your boy, E-Money Boss. And I am Chad Visionaire. And uh, we got a pretty good episode for you guys. Um, yeah, yeah, I am super excited. Um, of course, I did my homework again. My man, Chad, with the homework. And I had so a really good day today, even though my work day was long. Mm-hmm. I just really, um, shout out to my cousin for letting me use his Bluetooth speaker, the Beats. Mm. Bluetooth, man, amazing. Best speaker I ever had. Yeah. Bluetooth speaker-wise. But, um, yeah, I just, you know, I was at work, and I blast my music, and I just, bro, I just had an R&B day today. Yeah. I had a really good R&B day. Like, I was really zoned out in the music. Like, I forgot I was working. That's how Damn. I lost I was in the music. That's that's what music that's, is supposed to do. That's it's a great feeling. It, yeah. It's an amazing feeling. It's supposed to take you to that place. You know what I mean? Facts, man. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's lit, man. That's lit. So definitely a lot of dope R and B this year. Honestly, when we get to it to the end of the year, well, we might be on the same page. <laughs> it's it's going to be an R and B year. I can tell y'all that already. We on the same page because I was just <laughs> thinking that earlier. That's crazy, bro. Like I was just thinking that. Hip hop. Hip-hop, what's going on? What's That's going wild on? that you said that. I literally was thinking about that all day. I was like, I'm going to make that statement in the podcast. <laughs> but you beat me to it. It's Damn, cool, though. <laughs> nah, you good. <laughs> this shit ain't rehearsed. <laughs> <laughs> it really isn't. All right, so that's good. Your day was good. My day was good. Let's just jump right into the shits, y'all. Um, last week, I picked Dave East's Survival as Top Hill album. Chad Visionaire, I believe, picked... Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Hot pink. Yeah. And I went back to it. Did you? It's fun. I didn't. <laughs> I thought I would, but I didn't. It's fun. I love it. Quick recap on that. Um, Davies had dropped a really dope um, hip-hop album, storytelling, East Coast flavor. Um, he had Nas on the jump. He had DJ Premier, just some New York legendary people mm-hmm. um, on there. Now, one thing I was fearful of about that album is that it's not uh, replayable. Okay. Um, it's nothing about the album that really stood out to me that makes me want to go back to it. The first listen, though, I gave it Top Hill just because it was just good to hear just a, a straight hip-hop record. I agree. But um, I don't know. I'll see what I decide. Yeah, I'll, I want to... Hold on it too long. I just feel like it's one of those albums that's not really going to be memorable. But right. if you do go back to it, I do feel like you're still going to like it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It just really gives that, like you said, that hip-hop feel to it. East mm-hmm. Coast. Yeah. 
Um, with my, I picked uh, Doja Cat, as I mentioned earlier, Doja Cat Hot Pink. And the reason why I like it is, you know, I feel like this year goes out to the women. We were talking about that last podcast. And that's just my vibe right now. It may be, like I said, it might just be my vibe. But uh, another thing about I liked about the album is uh, it gave me that, that mainstream. Like, she gave me songs that I think that would be played in the club, on the radio and stuff. And that's a good feeling because even though people don't like the early 2000s, they said that was the worst, probably worst times for music because <laughs> of the dancing and yeah. so much pop records. But I honestly still like the early 2000s just because it was people like Fergie and Pink, people, you know, that was really making that money right. in the mainstream. So Music really changed in that time period, too. Yeah, yeah. When the new millennia hit. You could tell it was trying to find its way, but yeah. still making money <laughs> Facts. so that's our review this week we had um some new music that came out but yeah, one yeah. project i think really really stood out right um we're going into top albums right yeah. now all right let's let's get to it top album what is it well this week y'all if y'all haven't heard if y'all been under a rock when it comes to music Tory, <laughs> right. Tory Lanez has dropped Chicks Tape 5. Yes, sir. Um, Chicks Tape 5 is a 5. <laughs> that Okay, so if, if you all are not familiar with Tory Lanez Chicks Tape series, what he does is he goes back and he takes samples from his favorite records back in the day, mostly like R&B records. He sprinkles some hip-hop in there. And he'll remake the song. Um, and then put it out. Now, the past four Chicks tapes that were out, they were mixtapes. Yeah, know? and um, my bad for cutting no, you off, but I wasn't familiar with the other Cha tapes. Yeah. Like, I listened to Tory Lanez early on, mm-hmm. but my cousin had to get me hit to it. He was like, man, this is like Lil Wayne's dedication, pretty much, but with R&B. That's a really great And I was like, that's a, that's a great comparison, because when I went into this, I was like, man, I just love how he's... Um, the giving props to the legends, yeah. Like around, bro. Like er, each song, like, cause I, it was either in the beginning or the middle of the end where he was playing the sample, mm-hmm. and you automatically was just like uh, singing to the lyrics of the old song. You was like, oh yeah, I remember that song. Yeah. So you're singing it, and then his own version comes into it. I think it's a science to it. I, I think it's very smart that he did that. Not a lot of people so, know how to do it, and yeah. do it as well, and. What's so special about this one, because um, like we were saying, the last four were mixtapes. So when you're doing a mixtape, you don't have to get samples clear because you're not making money right. off of those songs. You know what I mean? They're just free music that you're putting out to the world. You're hoping people like it. Uh, he got really popular on the last one because he did the Proud Family uh, remix song. Okay, yeah, that was so that. hard. He did the Grind On Me Pretty Ricky song. He okay. made that. That turned into a banger. I actually started, I heard Chiss Take 4 before. Because of those two records, okay. made me listen to that mixtape. Um, Might have you know, to go back. Ago. Might have to go back. Sure. So, I was just—I remember—I was at work one day and I seen the interview pop up for Big Boy mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. Tory Lanez. And I said, oh, "Let me watch this down real quick." And then he—he he tells Big Boy, "He's like, yeah, this one's gonna be an album." He said, "Album? How you gonna get all that clear?" He says, "It's already clear. He got <laughs> all the Jones." Okay, not only. Did he get the samples cleared? He went the extra 
a hundred miles and got features yeah, for all insane. of the people that he sampled. So we gave top single last week to the song Jerry Sprunger, the jump that he did with T Pain, which is currently number we did, one we did. right now. And we were just talking about how he executed that remix mm-hmm. so well. Um and that song is so timeless. Uh T Pain's a dope artist and Tory Lanez is a dope artist and they just that collab was just perfect. So Mm-hmm. That whole album gives you that early 2000s vibe. He said every single sample comes from the early 2000s. So, like, 2000 to 2005 is that time period of the samples that he took. Um, he got the joint Beautiful. That sounds about right. Did you look that up? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that he, sounds right. He, he mentioned it in, in the interview. Oh, okay. okay. He, he mentioned it. So, I mean... Y'all, he brought the Dream back. He brought Ashanti. He brought Maya. He brought Snoop Dogg. He brought, bruh, like bruh. so many legendary people. He brought Mario back. Where the, he been at? He brought Lloyd back. We still make music of Mario, but ain't nobody checking for him. For yeah, <laughs> so with that joke, man. Um, it, yeah, so like you said, Jermaine Dupri, Jagged Edge, Jagged Edge T Pain. Snoop Dogg. I got hyped when I heard that. That's one of my favorite songs of all time. Really? Blowing. Yeah. With Pharrell Williams. And then um, Chris Brown, like you said. Ludacris. He brought the legend. We not. Bruh, no, we have to. That, we have to. Real quick. We have to. Okay, go ahead. Ludacris. Yo, I thought that you was just sticking to movies. I thought your name was Tez. This man came back. This man really came back. He... That sounded like classic and ludicrous. Bars too. This was probably the best verse on the album, bro. <laughs> I can't even I can't disagree with you on that. That verse is hard. You know what I was thinking today when I listened to him? Uh-huh. I was like, niggas really forgot about Ludacris. Yeah. Really did. did. Like I was surprised they put him when it came out with that list, top five ATL. Yeah. I was surprised they mentioned him because like I said, I thought they really forgot about him because like you said, he was in the movies and really wasn't doing music. Yeah. But um, why are you so quiet, Luda? Like, because he got his bag now. He cut his braids off. He's like, I'm making money, money now. I like, feel like he's shade. a little. I I could be wrong. He probably honestly just don't care if he's the best or not. But I feel like he is a little like kind of. I want to say angry, but no, I don't think he's angry or bitter or anything like that. He did mention that he wants to get back to music because that's his first love, his first passion. I mean, he this, should. This man started off as. Radio, a radio DJ. You know, it's very rare for a I radio DJ. That. Yeah, he started in radio. Um, and then he went into being a rapper. And he just pushed the barrier every single time, you know what I mean, for whatever he decided that he wanted to do. Um, so, you know, salute to Ludacris, man. Yeah. That that man is a genius in his own right. Um, but, yeah, uh, this this album right here, this fabulous is on here, too. Um, <laughs> Trey songs, um, Lloyd Ashanti. <laughs> it's a great album. Um, if you guys have not listened to it yet, listen to it. And there's a story behind it too, which I love storytelling. Um, and one thing about Tory Lanez is that all his projects tell a story. Um, I listened to like his... I don't know about that last one. Well, okay. <laughs> I forgot what the name of it yeah, is. Yeah, the, the joint with the Brady Bunch jumps. Yeah, that was yeah. more just like a pop album. Okay, maybe not that jump. Not that one. Yeah. The other ones, I do agree. So, yeah. with Chick Say 5, I actually went back. I was like, you know what? Let me actually go back and listen to the other jumps. Somebody said, what's your uh, favorite artist off a of shot take? Five? Favorite artist feature? T-Pain, hands down. Um, 
That Jerry that, Sprunger song. That's still the best probably song on there. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Jerry Sprunger is the best song on there. It's T Pain has the best feature, um, to me on there. Ludacris, um, to me has the best verse. Um, he's a close second. Um, I'm gonna give mine's gonna be um track number nine with the dream. Love your girl. That was a good one. Slash love sounds. That was great. That was a good one. The joint with Maya, she killed that. Yeah, Ashanti, I like that one too. Ashanti, she killed her joint too. Yeah. I mean, Ashanti is actually. Did you notice she's on a front cover? Front cover. <laughs> Let me show you. Bro. That's a, that ain't Ashanti laying that's on the a, bed. That's Ashanti. Ashanti laying on the. That's the shot. <laughs> Yo, Tori Lays is the goat for that. Like, she still looks young. She still looks like she's 21. Yeah. She's 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 a baddie, bro. Yeah, that's a fact. I mean... This cover art is fire, though. There's, there's a lot that. of things about Ashanti that people don't know. Like, did you know that she was outselling Beyonce, like, during her prime? Not like surprised. That? Yeah, like, she Not was surprised. actually that person, but for, for she was some... She killing it. It was some weird reason why she just didn't get the same level of respect or not more... I don't know. I don't... I, that don't make sense to me, but she was actually selling more records. Yeah, I have to go back. I just feel like it was because of Murder, Inc., the record label, when they split mm -hmm. up. Because yeah. they had a lot to do with her being that big. Like they, they did. It definitely was a team effort. It wasn't all Ashanti, so. I think they also hurt her as well, too, at the same time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyway, this joint tells a story um, about him dealing with a bad group of females that just did him dirty, but I had to go back and listen to the other, the other uh, five, the other four of them. Um, really amazing bot series of work. Um Chick State 2 was great. Chick State 3 was great. Um, but, yeah, we can't spend all time on that. But <laughs> definitely go back and listen to this story. He also had other series, the um, the New Toronto uh, 1 and 2. Um, mm -hmm. I haven't listened to those yet. I'm looking forward to listening to those soon. Um, I remember his first album is, like, the story of his whole life. But what you what you rate this, though? Like, what, what would you give this? And do you really consider this an album? It is an album. It's definitely an album. Okay, you did, you did say you um, said it was an album. I, I say this is an album because, I mean, it gives you everything that you want in an album, but but he went the other, he, he did something that nobody else has done, which right. makes it super creative and unique by also paying homage at the same time. It's an album because he's telling a story from start to finish. I mean, from even the skits to the, the song placement to the features and everything, it just makes sense. Um, now as you put it like that, um, I might have to reconsider what I was thinking earlier about you, it. If you, I listened to this a couple of times. One thing I was worried about, I don't know if this, um, I was worried if this album was going to be like memorable to, to play back. Mm -hmm. You know, like, um, I feel like the beginning is so strong and then he loses me a little bit and then I come back. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? Like, not every single song on here I feel is a smash. Right. It's a hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there's some songs on here that kind of get dragged out. Yeah, it's kind of long. I'm like, all right. I don't even think it's, it's that long. It was long to me. And I listened to it a couple of times, too. Mm. And I was like, uh, it's kind of long. <laughs> um, But, yeah. um, That's Chicks Take 5. That's... I give it know. a... um. I give it a 7. 7? 
I'm giving it an eight. Eight for episode eight. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give it an eight um, right now. I'm really curious to know how I'm gonna feel about this next week. I feel like this this is an album that is a lot of hype on it now. It's a lot of nostalgia on it now. Mm-hmm. But what will this sound like a week, a month, to six months from now? Will I go back to this? I know I will go back to Jerry Sprunger with him and T-Pain. I know that for a fact. That song is a banger. <laughs> um, we got another question what's up? by Young Thorn. It's good, homie. Um, Shout out to my man, Young Thorn. Yes, sir. He said, what are this week's sleepers? Um, that's a good question. What have I been... Hold on, let me look at my, uh, Apple Music. It can never go wrong. It can go wrong sometimes. <laughs> Somebody said check this... out November 12th by J-Soul. Okay. Okay. I don't know who that is. Um, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't have anything that came out, like, as of last week, this past week, but... There has been some sleepers that I do want to mention that uh-huh. I've been listening to. Um, I was talking to you about this earlier, Xavier Omar. Yeah. He dropped this album the same day as Kanye. And man, oh man. Yeah. Man, oh man. Like, <laughs> I am disappointed. I'm really disappointed in myself because that's actually one. I'm not going to say one. That's my favorite R&B artist. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, you probably don't remember. You do remember this, but... Don't tell me this is the conversation that we had way back when we talked about going back and forth. Yes. Is it the same person? That's the same artist. Remember, he changed his name. Yeah. You know, I've been on him for a long time. Oh, yeah. You're supposed to ride for your boy, man. Yeah, so. Okay. To make a uh, long story short, me and Monty, he was a big Weekend fan. I was, am. Yeah, yeah, he's still the Weekend fan, and I his name is Xavier Omar now. If y'all don't, y'all should definitely check him out. But anyway, his name back then, this is so whack. His his name back then was Spazzy Rocket. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you remember I, that? I remember now. So I kept uh-huh. telling, I kept telling the boss, the money boss, that, bruh, Xavier Omar is better nah. than The Weeknd. <laughs> Get the f- and we had a battle in the car. Yeah. Song for song. And... Oh, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Because yeah. he's going to say, I won. I, I think I won. Even your uncle agreed. He was just like, yeah. Spazzy Rockets <laughs> has some nice music. But come on, y'all. The Weeknd? Definitely. I For King of R&B? I give it right? to The Weeknd now. Yeah. But um, vocal, vocal-wise, I give it to Xavier Omar. No, you're tripping. Bro, vocals. Bro. You're Please check out Xavier Omar, guys. Anyway. Yeah, let, let me go back to what I was saying. Yeah. But um, definitely check out his latest album, Moments Spent Loving You. Yeah. Um, another album that I could play front to back. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I love this artist so much is because he pretty much separated himself from everybody that's out right now. And this is facts because um, he treats women with the utmost respect. Mm-hmm. And you could tell in each song, like, it's a love song. And not just a love song, but like I say, he just really respects women. And it shows through his music how to treat women and just different stories of his personal life or whatever. But I I love it because I feel like there's not a lot of gentlemen right now. I feel like it's cool to be uh, that guy that's a pimp or out here hitting every joint. 
But with Xavier Omar, he's really talking about, he just got married recently. And I think a lot of his songs is pretty much for his wife. And they're very relatable. So. He's a grown man, pretty he's, much. He's being, he's yeah, being an yeah. adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even say that. I just think it's, I just love the maturity. Yeah. Yeah, because he's still very young. He's my age. And um, a lot of people probably don't know this. I'm not going to put his, all his information out there, but he was actually living in the DMV for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the reason why he has Wale on mm-hmm. the track. And there's this guy named Foggy Raw. That's another artist y'all need to check out. He's from PG County. Actually, he's from Largo. Very dope hip-hop artist. Um, shout out to Largo. Largo yeah, Largo. shout out to Largo. Like a- a- Wale from Largo as well, too. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wally was born in D.C., went to school in Montgomery County, and then this moved guy. to D.C. County in Largo. This guy people, went up. People want to be technical. His parents live in Lake Alba. Go ahead. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm glad he used those two artists, like, to show DMV some love. So it makes sense. And this is this great R&B album. That's a sleeper. And I'm not going to get into the other one, but I think another sleeper is Block Boy JB um, that came out this year. Uh, I want to say... It's good front to back, but you definitely got some bangers for the streets. And I think it should have been mentioned more. And I love the Memphis sound right now. I love yeah. Young Dolph. I love Key Glock. Young Dolph is dope. And, of course, like I mentioned, Block Boy JB. They're doing it right now. I love their sound. So those are sleepers for me. Somebody said, what about Chance's songs for his wife? Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, said it's it. the big day. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Chance is corny with his, like... No, he's not that corny. His album was just long. He corny with his hey, stuff. He's not, he not corny with Somebody it. also asked, have you listened to June's Diary? June's Diary? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. Who's that by? Who's it by? Miss America. Um. Anyway, we're going to do, at the end of the year, Um. we're going to do a special on the show. We're going to talk about... Um. One episode, we're going to talk about the top... Albums, songs, all that of the year, and then we're also gonna do one of the decade as well too. Top yeah, albums. Man. <laughs> hey, I don't I know about you. I've seen a lot of lists, bro. <laughs> fuck that list. My list about to be hot. I'm work. I already started working on my list, and I'm excited, man. Um, I already know who the the best album of the decade number one, and I got number two. And I got some other Jones. I just need to put them in the right order. But I already know who number one and number two is. In the I decade. didn't put. I didn't get mine together yet. I mean, but we, I will. We we got it. We got to the end of December to the, to decide. So, yeah. um, so at the end of December, we're gonna have an episode. We're gonna talk about the top albums of this year and songs of this year, and then we'll have another episode where we talk about the top albums and songs of the decade. That's a bet. I'm excited about that. I'm so excited I'm, about that too. So make sure you guys come back for that. I That's think I'm gonna surprise y'all. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Might be surprised. I know you'd be surprised. Yeah, I'd be like, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> Doja Cat? Anyway, um, what are we, what are we moving on to? Bro? So Xavier Omar, like he said, dope, dope R&B album. I agree with him. I, I really enjoyed it. It was crazy because he did send me this album at first. And I was just like, okay, that's cool. I didn't really listen to it at first. And then I seen the song with Wale featured on it. They had a video and everything. Listened to the song, loved it. Then I went to listen to the album. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Joe's good. Thank um, you. Definitely, Thank you for giving my man props. That yeah, means a nah. lot coming from you, buddy boss. <laughs> good music is good music. I'm Thank always going to respect that. That's I'm going to go see him. 
in December. He's coming to the Fillmore. So oh really? If you want to go. Oh, I'm I'm in there as long Absolutely. as as long as it doesn't interfere with this. I'm in there. All right, that's bad. Um. Okay. So, top albums this week, Chad. Who has the hottest album out right now? Right now. Right now. Right here. Right here. Right now. I might have to switch it up, mm. like I always do. Mm. Um, it's, like I said, I've been listening to a lot of R&B. That's fine. And I kind of want to give it to like three different people, but I know I can't do that. You can't. So <laughs> since we were talking about Xavier Omar, I'm going to give it to him. Ooh. I really was feeling this. Hey. Really was feeling it. So y'all definitely should check, him, check Xavier Omar's album out. And I know the ladies will agree because I've seen a lot of um, females, at least the females that I follow on social media, they've been talking about this a lot. So the definitely should, for the streets. The men should agree too. You know what I mean? There's there's other guys out here that, you know what I mean, are on their grown man status. You know what I mean? That mature status. And there's nothing wrong with enjoying good, mature music. You know what I mean? That fits you. So um, I, I definitely respect Chaz Ear. Um, I definitely respect this album, so I'm not mad at his his choice at all. Um, but unfortunately, <laughs> this week, <laughs> Tory Lanez decided to drop Chicks Tape Five, and <laughs> I cannot. How did I know he was gonna pick that? <laughs> I don't. I don't care. This album is fi- right now. This is the hottest album out right now. It is the hottest album. It's it's fire. You know what I mean? It's taking over all the charts right now. I'm curious to see how much it's going to sell um, at the end of the day. But when it comes to the execution, it's so impressive. You don't only get all of these songs cleared by the producers and the and the artists previously. You then go grab the features and they get brand new verses and vocals from these people. And you didn't execute on every single song. That's hard to do. You know what I mean? That's very hard to do. But at the end of the day, the majority of the album you executed. The majority of the album, I have to give you the respect for for even trying to attempt to do this and do it good. Um, yeah, I'm, you could tell he has a, a lot of respect for the legends. Yes, and that makes me respect Tory Lanez more. He's very talented, so. extremely talented human being. I've seen him perform live multiple times. I mean, if he, whenever he comes into my area, I'm gonna make sure I go see him because he puts on a hell of a show. Um, his shows are. I might super, have to check him out. It, <laughs> it's lit. That's all I'm gonna say about that. It's it's lit. I mean, he's up there to me. Honestly, he's up there with Travis Scott when it comes to I giving you a performance. So, you that's that's nobody like to mention. Okay. Anyway, so that's it, y'all. Top album. We're we going on to top singles. Top singles. Top singles. This <sighs> week. This past week. Um, okay, I could go ahead and list them. Okay. What's um, the first one on there? Forgive me if I'm pronouncing these names wrong. Khaled. I don't know. The nigga's name is Khalid, though. Khalid, I, I, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm getting old. Um, hey, Boogie with the hoodie. Yeah. Featuring featuring Uzi reply right yeah Uzi. and then Janae Aiko none of your concern none of your concern 
So let's start off with Khalid, y'all. Um, shout out to Khalid, man. Nah, nah, I didn't mean disrespect you like that, bro. I actually love like your music, especially the last album. Super soulful, man. And yeah. he was able to take soul and transform it into a a pop kind of arena. You know what I mean? He's respected not only in the soul, R&B soul. I like how you put that. That's perfect. Yeah, you know what I mean? He was able, because his voice is super soulful. Like, he's a genuinely, like, seems like a decent kid. You know what I mean? And he just makes good music, but he's respected on the pop charts. They play his music on Hot 99.5. That's the pop station. White people love him. Yeah, I mean, they, they do, you know what I mean? White this, people love this guy. And it's crazy. This nigga looks smack like my cousin. If you see my cousin, shout out to my man, uh, Joshua, my cousin uh, in Atlanta. He looks smack like that dude. Uh, yeah, he got the, the high top hair and yeah, all that stuff. Anyway, but he he's a dope artist, man. Um, he, he's a definitely dope artist. I like this song. I agree. Um, I felt like the song was decent. Um doesn't stand out that that much, but maybe if I hear it played a couple of times, maybe it might grow on me more. Um, I agree. It was a decent listen. That's all I can say about that song. I totally agree. We we right here. Mm. We can see an eye to eye on that one. Yeah. Next jump we got Boogie with the hoodie. Yes. Not a boogie. Oh, it's not a boogie. No, no it's not a boogie. It's not, remember, there's so many boogies out here. Let's get this. This uh, is a boogie with a hoodie. Not just right, a regular bro, boogie. Like, <laughs> Make up your mind. Nigga. No, 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 no. This is these are completely different niggas. These oh. are complete Chad. He's a completely different nigga. Just like little baby and the baby are different niggas. Boogie and a boogie with a hoodie is two different niggas. Oh, okay, okay. I know he. I don't care. Yeah, okay. boogie is it's like from California. I'm putting two together. Man. Right, okay. boogie with a hoodie from New York. Right. Yeah. So this this is a I boogie remember with a they made. Uh, I remember listening to Boogie with the Hoodie album. Yeah. And the other guy. Album. He kind of looked like Spider-Man on top of a roof or something like that. Yeah. yeah. He, um, I like Boogie with a Hoodie. His music is dope. He gives you dope hip-hop bars. He's, is that the guy, is that the album cover where he had niggas dressed in, well, of course, they all bloods, but you remember, you know that? I'll, let me pull it up real quick. No, Boogie with a Hoodie, his last album that he dropped, he looked like, it looked like a cartoon painting. It looks like Miles Morales or Spider-Man on top of a, um, a roof. It's like okay, so outside. I'm thinking about this guy. That's the California boogie. Okay, that's the one I like. No, yeah, no. No, this, this that, is... See, that joint right there. This boogie is ridiculous. Hoodie. I'm glad that I, I'm mixing this up. Like, y'all gotta, y'all gotta, y'all gotta do better with the name. <laughs> uh, whoever came out first, definitely keep your name. But whoever came out after that nigga, like, change your name, bro. Like... I'm sorry. This is not good. It's not good. Call him Booger. <laughs> I mean, but not sound, good marketing at all. The sounds are different. They're, they're from different coasts and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, but the name alone, like. But you got it goes. That's politics, bro. It goes into like, okay, all right. A boogie with a hoodie might have popped first, but Boogie might have had that name ten years prior to that man. You know what I mean? That could have been his neighborhood name. You know what I mean? That could have been what they called him and and. You know, a boogie with a hoodie might have came out. Kind of like Rick Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Ross is different. <laughs> Rick Ross intentionally changed his name to Rick Ross to pay homage to the actual Rick Ross. Bro, that's so confusing. Bro. It is. <laughs> but anyway, a boogie with a hoodie okay. dropped a song with Little Uzi Vert. Okay. Called Reply. How'd you feel about it? 
It was fun. I loved it. <laughs> That's how I can leave it. It I was a fun it. record. I loved it. Love um, is a strong word. No, it's it's fresh. Um, great single for the... I wouldn't say it'll be a good single for, like, mainstream-wise. Like, in a radio or something. But I do feel like... This make me want to listen to the album. This, this off this single alone. And Uzi did a great job, a phenomenal job on the feature. Like, I'm glad he brought Uzi on. Like, he I wonder it. if it is going to be an album. I'll be very. I concerned. hope so. Like, listening to the song makes me want to listen to more. There was, um, he did recently put out that he wants to um, retire from music cool. already. Boogie with a hoodie. Um, what is wrong with these niggas? No, like, okay. Well, well, okay. We're gonna talk about this in top shit um, later on, but okay. a lot of these people are not prepped to really absorb fame. Okay, you know what I mean. And I, I think you know these are kids. You know what I mean. They 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 want to make a better life for themselves. They want to make music and make money and move on and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, they don't know how to deal with the fame. You know what I mean. Like it's a complete game changer. You go from somebody that nobody's checking for at all in a in your hood or wherever your environment is, and then, you know, you're walking around Hollywood and everybody's screaming your name, just right. grabbing you and wanting to take pictures with you, and it's 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 different, man. And um, from every single artist that made it, they always say that they don't wish fame on their worst enemy. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, re- I, I respect that. That's all I got to say. So, so I think for him, he, I think it just hit him too hard too fast. And I think he just wants to kind of slow it down. How old is he? I don't know. He it really don't matter. Him. Like, if you really feel like you're not supposed to be in that limelight right now, then respect. Like, yeah, do what you do. Yeah, do what you do. Can't be mad at that. The next single, Janae Ayeko. Can I, can I go first? Go ahead, Chad. <laughs> I got a girlfriend, so. Uh, <laughs> it's funny that you said that. <laughs> This girl is a goddess. <laughs> she is angelic. She is beautiful. She I can go, I can go on and on. Big Sean, I don't know what you doing. I don't know what y'all situation is, but bruh, marry that joint. Like I will marry her on the spot. Like I don't know how she is a person, but I feel like I kind of know her from her music because she's so and relatable and, with her and, music. And her interviews, like you like feel that. like you know her. Yeah. And bruh, I. Freaking love this song. I actually played this on repeat seven times, and that's no lie. Mm-hmm. Seven times straight. Yeah. Um, I love, I love the vibe. Like the vibe that she brings. I have this playlist. It's, it's to keep me calm and just sit back and lay back. And I have a lot of Janae Aiko mm-hmm. on that, and I, w- I actually put that song on that playlist. Mm-hmm. But it really takes me into. Like, remember I was saying earlier, like, I really was just zoned out into the music. Mm-hmm. This was the first song that made me zone out. Now I forgot I was at work. And I I love I love this girl, man. Like, she's super <laughs> dope. Yeah. And then I was, I got hyped um, when I was working. I didn't know Big Sean was at the end. Because they kind of switched out and transitioned to Big mm-hmm. Sean. I was like, oh, that Big Sean on it. And I, you know how I feel about Big Sean. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So, <laughs> and you know, they did an album together. Yeah. Um, what was the album? 22, 20, 28, something like that. No, that. Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. It was like 22, 20. So that something. makes me wonder if they're coming out with a new one. 
Ooh. I'm a, cause I I love that um that collab album that they did. So the vibes are great. I'm loving it. Go ahead, Imani. That's all I got to say. She's an angel. <laughs> I love Aaliyah, so she's my mm. new Aaliyah. Yeah. She, honestly, if there was anybody that you can like reincarnate a new Aaliyah to, it would be Janae Aiko. Um, it would be that. Um, the song is amazing. Um, it's called None of Your Concern. Um, soup, I mean, if y'all know Janae Aiko's voice, you already know. Um, but the song is super relatable. It talks about how after you break up, after the relationship, you know, what I do now is none of your concern. concern yeah, you know what I mean? And, and it's facts. You know what I mean? They decide to break up. This They're moving on. But it's still those other questions. It's like, dang, like, we had this, this, and that. Like, you really just going to do this? Like, you really going to mm-hmm. deal with this nigga that not for you? And, you know, you know he's bad for you. And then she's like, you know, nigga... Man. We're not together. Like, why are you even, you know what Why I mean? are you worried about why it? Why are you worried about it? And then at the end of the song, you hear Big Sean come in, and I wasn't anticipating that at, <laughs> at all. <laughs> and that was beautiful, dope how they did that. And um, it shows how you could be in a relationship with somebody and and be a grown adult, you know what I mean, and still respect the person and move on. Mm-hmm. Um and that's and that's completely okay. And we don't talk about how that's okay. So many people want to just break up with their ex and stuff like that. Like I gotta hate this person now. Right. You don't gotta hate the person anymore. Like you just you decided that this didn't work out for you. or Whatever. There's nothing wrong with wishing that person good good fortune and they wishing you good fortune. And then you carry on with your life. You know what I mean? I'm not saying be buddy buddy and best friends with them all the time. And and but I'm saying like you can at least respect. It's definitely called maturity. Yeah, I mean, I like it. some niggas got it, some niggas don't. Um, but, but I don't care. They need to get back together. I don't <laughs> care, though. Like, Their chemistry is insane. It's though. crazy. Um, you know, Big Sean came out with a song um, not that long ago called I'm Single Again. Yeah. And when he came it. out with <laughs> when he came out with this, I'm Single Again, and then I heard the background vocals, I'm like, wait. All right. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Yeah. You sing I'm single again, but the but the girl you broke up, she in the background singing your song. So I'm like, she was singing, she was singing the song. So he got her to clap with that. I was like, that's really dope. We don't see that ever, never see that. I've never seen that actually before on, on a major yeah, um, platform like that. And then for her to come back with a re- kind of like a reply, like kind of return the favor type shit, have him come out and do a verse. I thought that was super dope. Makes me believe that they're actually back together and they're just talking about that time mm-hmm. in their lives and that relationship. Shaking like things that. up. Yeah. So. Genius. Super genius. Genius marketing if they still together and they really planned that out. Yeah. Um, today Aiko is dope. Big Sean is dope. Can't wait to hear Big Sean album. Um, hopefully that's coming soon. What's your top single though? Oh, between these three right here? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Janae Aiko. Okay. It's Janae Aiko yeah, you said that easily. It's, it's, come on now. This this was actually tough for me. Really? Yeah. Who else? I, who else? I enjoyed all three of them. I mean, all three of them was good. But Janae Aiko and <laughs> Big Sean, Big Sean's verse was dope. Uh, let me say this. I did like, um, I won't pronounce the name wrong again. I forgot that. Khalid. <laughs> Khalid. My bad, bro. <laughs> but your song was really good, but... Compared to Boogie, the hoodie, and Uzi, and then Janae Aiko, 
It has to be between them two. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna agree with you. Janae Aiko and Peter and Big Sean. I, that's a really great song. It's a great song. But like I said, I, I played it seven times straight, so that says a lot. Top single. All right, y'all. That's top single and top album. That's going to do it for part one of Top Hill, episode eight. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be right back with part two of Top Hill. We're going to talk about top shit and our top business. Okay. All right. Close as I'll be. (laughs) (laughs) Will, please auto-tune that. Please auto-tune that, Will. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Good. Live in three, two, one, go. Jesus Christ. I'm just kidding. I got some popsicles in my cellar. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) I just realized my headphones was on backwards. Top, 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 top. Top, 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 top. Part two. Part two. Episode eight. What's up, y'all? We back. And uh, it's time to talk about what's cracking. Top shit. (laughs) Top, top, top shit. Mm -hmm. What we getting into? E money. Which one do you want to talk about first? Fuck that. Let's go to Soul Train first. Damn, you said it. Okay. (laughs) I wanted to to go somewhere else. Let's start positive. (laughs) Let's start somewhere positive. If you guys did not know, the 2019 Soul Train Awards, brought to you by BET, was on yesterday, um, and I actually watched it today. Um, okay. It was very, very lit. Um, soul is so important to our culture, and um, it is like the foundation Definitely. to R&B. And hip hop, definitely the ingredient to everything. Yeah, black, like it's, music wise, it's in there. And um, j- just to go back to, if go to hers um, acceptance speech, her one best uh, female artist. Um, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> but you know, she talked about how important Soul Train is, and and what that award meant to her, and what it should mean for our people and for the culture. And and she's absolutely, absolutely right. Um, what this award show reminded me of is just an example of just black excellence having fun. Um, it was hosted by none other than <laughs> than uh, Gina and Pam. Oh, wow. <laughs> Legendary. Legends. Gina and Pam from Martin. Um, but anyway, yeah, they they hosted the show and they did an incredible job. They were hilarious. They were funny. They were entertaining. Um, they did a great job of hosting um, the Soul Train Awards, um, and the whole show. I mean, it just goes to show you, y'all. Like, it's okay to support your own shit. You know, what I mean, it's okay to support your own people. Like, you know, before there was. You know, it's kind of like the little elephant in the room. Like, you know, the BT Awards is not as good as the Grammys. You know what I mean? The uh, the, the Hip Hop Awards is not as good as the VMA Awards. You know what I mean? Like, they, they feel you put the value on what things are, right? Mm-hmm. 
we only value diamonds because we say diamonds are valuable. We only say gold is valuable because we said gold is valuable. Who said um, VMAs is better than Hip Hop Awards? I'm better. just saying. No, I'm just, the, no, whoever said that, I look at, when I look at like Hip Hop Awards and mm-hmm. stuff, it's more for, family oriented than anything. I feel like they're having more fun at those awards than say so with the VMAs or the Grammys. They just sitting there like, a bunch of robots. Yeah, I so. mean, the Grammys had big issues before, right? Yeah. I mean, they were obviously outdated. <laughs> Their judges were definitely outdated at, at some point. I think when people realize, okay, you can't nominate Kendrick Lamar seven to eight times for Good Kid, Mad City, mm-hmm. and he lose every every um, uh, category. And then Macklemore wins. Yeah, that's why I don't really care for them awards. Right, but but obviously they're wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when it comes to hip hop, and Good Kid, Mad City is going up against Thrift Shop. You, you <laughs> yeah. you're that's funny though. I mean, oh, but that's what happened. <laughs> that's what happened. I saved money with Thrift Shop. I, I mean, Thrift Shop, don't get me wrong, Thrift Shop was an epic song. It was an epic song. It took over radio. It really was, was mainstream. But when it comes to hip-hop, everybody can agree that Good Kid, Mad City, in 2013, was better than Macklemore's Thrift Shop album. Let me put it like standpoint. this. Grammys ain't for the streets. Okay, all right. <laughs> we, we, could, we could do this street versus mainstream thing all day, but at the end of the day... <laughs> I'm talking about global recognition. Even though Kendrick is more respected in the streets, obviously, than Macklemore, Kendrick Lamar is also more respected as a hip-hop artist. In the mainstream, yeah. In the mainstream, over Macklemore. Yes, Macklemore has a fun song. It's fun. Where's he at? Well. (laughs) Both of them. Well, mm, shut up. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. We're talking about the Soul Train Awards. Um, The Soul Train Awards was amazing, y'all. Yeah, Um, I just seen the highlights. I didn't see it. I mean, yeah. I mean, there was a lot in the highlights, though. I'm sure sure you've seen a lot of dope shit in there. Um, So, let's just go into some of the nominees and the winners of the categories. All right, we got Best New Artist. Hold on, before you go any further. Okay. Real quick, somebody said... Uh, we got a question? Nah, they wanted to get Amani's thoughts on this. Goofy Terrell, Wale Sumi's performance gave me chills. I need to know your money's thoughts on that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm yeah, glad you... Uh, somebody else just said something about it. It must be really good. Yeah, Wale did awesome, and Soul Cipher... I'm so glad y'all commented on this shit right now. Like, okay, I was trying to hold this in. Okay, let me, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I was trying to hold this in. I was going to wait till the end. All right, out of all the performances that happened on the Soul Train Awards, by far my favorite was Wale's. And I'm not trying to just be biased because I'm a fan of Wale. He's from the area. But, okay, regardless of all that, um... Him and Jeremiah performed the hell out of the On Chill, which was dope. Um, but the Sumi performance was so neat. It was just so good to see Wale get some kind of recognition mm-hmm. from his peers and from his audience that he's been trying to do. So he performed On Chill first, and then he performed Sumi. 
-hmm. And when he performed Sue Me, everybody was standing up. The whole entire arena was standing for this man. They was throwing up the the black power fist for this man when they heard Sue Me. Um, The visuals were so dope. Like, he, Wale was paying homage to all the prominent black figures in the industry doing their thing. Mm. Um, And... Yeah, man. Man, that's that's dope. I was, it was so beautiful to watch. I'm happy to hear that. Like it's been a long time coming. Long time coming, man, and and even respect. and you can even tell too. Like Wale was one of the main headliners of the Soul Train Awards this year. Okay. Um, he was the most one of the most sought after artists performing. Okay. Um, um, at the award show, which it, it was just it was just really fulfilling. The best way I could put it, fulfilling to see Wale perform at the Soul Train Awards and people respecting him for the artist that he actually is, performing good music, giving it to the people, for the people, by the people. Wale. Shout out to Wale, sponsor the pod. I know y'all heard. I know you heard about us by now. I know you're in the city, so. <laughs> Sponsor the pod. Hey man, bro. come back home, bro. Hey Perry, what, what's good? What's up? We right around the way. We got. We got a comment. What's up? No, we got a lot of um, you know, little black power, black fish, power fist, couple, couple strongs, black hearts in there. Black power. It it was it was just. I kind of want to know if he ever had like a, a interview after that to see what he, his thoughts were on. Um, it would be really dope. Because, oh, I don't want to even bring this up. I'm bringing it up. Fuck it. Um, the BET Awards recently um paid tribute to Washington D.C. They have Regina Hall host the BET Awards, and she dedicated the whole BET Awards to Washington, D.C. Wow. She brought Sugar Bear. Um, and, <laughs> bro, she brought Go-Go Bears out there. Oh, yeah, I need to watch this. Yeah, you were wildin' if you... Okay, Regina Hall, this. I didn't even realize she was from here, but, yeah. you know, she brought Taraji. When she opened up, she had uh, Sugar Bear perform and stuff like that. She had Taraji come up there. They were fucking cranking and stuff like that, just having a good time. I'm like, oh, my That's God. This, they put... On. That's tough. They put tough. on for the city. And I'm just like, I I can't wait for Wale to perform. And I'm just like, Wale ain't here yet? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's like, the bar just closed. Uh, Wale still ain't? Wale didn't come? And it was like, and then Wale did an interview. He was low-key heard about this. And I felt so bad for him, too. They didn't even ask him. Wow. This is before this is before this album. This is before this rollout and stuff like that. But they didn't even ask him to be a part of it at all. And I'm like, that's how? Disres- that's disrespectful. How disrespectful can you be? If you're gonna pay, if your whole routine is to pay homage to DC, how do you not grab DC's most um, critically acclaimed hip hop artist, the best artist, in the DC. best artist of of the DMV? Yeah, that's straight fact. So that I think that really hurt him. I think BET realized like, oh shit, fuck, we forgot. So, for- no, nah, they forget that. I don't know. Yeah, you, because, you can't forget that because because with this with this award show, I mean, he was the first artist mentioned. Like you know how they do the rollouts like who's performing like Wale and every single time before they went to commercial, Wale's coming up, y'all. Like you know what I mean? Like he he was the main person that they were trying to push. As he should be. As he should be. So anyway. Oh. Yes. So he did perform. Yeah. He performed at the Soul Train Awards Soul Train Award, that though. came out yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I think, man. Okay, never mind. Yeah, he performed at the Soul Train Awards that came out yesterday. He didn't uh, perform at the BET Regina Awards where sure. Regina Hall was hosting. But yeah. they did right by him this time. He killed his performance. I love Sue Me so much. That Sue Me record, what, 
forever be in my playlist, played somewhere, somehow, 10, 20, 30 years from now. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody yeah. that's black. That's the best song on the album, too. The whole album was good. <laughs> I like how Chad tried to slide that in there. Um, the whole album was good. Wow, that's crazy. Please but let's, take a let's get back to the uh, Soul Train Awards yes. uh, winners. I'm not even going to mention the nominees. I'm just going to mention the winners because we're running out of time here. But uh, Best New Artist is Summer Walker. Do we have any disagreement on that? Um, quick thing I'm going to say about that that kind of went viral. Um, Okay. Her acceptance um, to her award, mm-hmm. you know, Summer Walker. You know, she she's a very very new artist. You know, she was not expecting this kind of fame at all. Too, she we was talk about this as well too. Might as well include this in it. Mm-hmm. She um, canceled a lot of her tour dates. Um, I was I bought tickets for one of those tour dates. <laughs> anyway, she wow. canceled she canceled her tour due to mental um, due to mental health issues. Um, she she couldn't deal with all of the fame and stuff that came with it right now. So she shortened the tour Can for I, her own I want I want to say something about that. Go ahead. Um, unacceptable. Unacceptable. Um, for I'm a, let, me, let me first say this. Um, I definitely dealt with mental health. Mm-hmm. I dealt with depression. So I'm not um, naive to it. Like I understand the repercussions and stuff. Mm-hmm. When it comes to your mental health, and I do agree that she needs time off to heal and stuff like that. But um, in Summer Walker's case, uh, I've been following her since her mixtape days, where mm-hmm. the hype was becoming. And yeah, you could say she wasn't expecting it, but you had to kind of expect it because her strong fan base was filling her, and you know what you signed up for when you when you're doing music and you're making it at an elite level, mm-hmm. you know what you're getting into. You're going to have fans. You're going to have to tour. That's how you really make your money. That's how you mm-hmm. attract more fans. And I'm not saying her mental health is not important mm-hmm. or issue, but I am addressing the... I'm addressing the, the mistake that she made with canceling this tour date. I don't feel like that is fair to her fans. That paid money. And yeah, she giving the the money back, but Yeah, it came back real quick. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but again, people took these are working citizen people. Most of the yeah. people that's paying for these tickets is working. They took time out of their schedule to come to this show. So I feel like it's just inconsiderate. I feel like um to be honest, she might be dealing with some mental health issues, but let me let me just say this. I'm gonna make one statement. If you love music, that should be therapeutic enough. When you get up on that stage, I love when Kendra, he talked about in this song, he said uh, he don't care about the accolades and stuff. He he gets more of a vibe from the fans and stuff like that. So your music should be therapeutic. When you're going on stage and you're doing your music, you're doing something that you actually love, that should be escape. I just mentioned earlier how... When I was listening to music earlier, when I was at work, it was an escape zone for me. Mm-hmm. It healed me. It's, it does something for the soul. Listening to and, it, though, and producing and making it is a totally different ballgame, though. But when you're going on a tour and you're actually performing it, that should be a, your escape zone. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And, and she loves music like she says she does. And she loves her fans and stuff. 
I feel like is it I to be honest, I just really feel like this is an excuse. I just feel like um I, I, I know her personality, she doesn't she I guess she said she really didn't have a lot of friends. She don't like being around people. Mm-hmm. But again, you know what you signed up for and you know what she was getting into. So that's all I have to say about it. So we got some controversial comments on this. All right, let's um, go. Yeah, let's go. All right, so Goofy said her anxiety was obvious in that acceptance speech. Yes, it was. Miss America said it was very obvious. Rhonda Bug said, yeah, it was time to go. From yeah. one queen to another, she did amazing. I'm so proud of her. She was so uncomfortable, but she made it through even down to the wave. Yeah. Goofy said, I disagree with Chad. Just because knowing sometime, uh, knowing something's coming and actually dealing with it are two different things. I can know I'm about to get shot, but it's still going to hurt like hell when it happens. I'm going to talk about this real quick and then okay. we'll move on. Um, I don't feel like mental health is anything that should be played with or taken lightly. And I know Chad doesn't feel that way about it either. Um, but when it comes to her, just because, okay. We don't know who this person is. We don't know her background. We don't know anything. We just know about... We just know her for her music and the interviews that she does. You know, um, but outside of that, I don't know this girl as a person and I don't know what she's dealing with and I don't know how she how she uses meditation. She could... That's because we, we do know a lot of artists that uses performing and making music as being therapy. She may not know how to translate that into therapy yet mm-hmm. or she may not have the right people around her to teach her how to do that yet she's very new she just won best new artist she's mm-hmm. she blew up in a matter of less than months you know what i mean and became one of the people are calling her album one of the best r&b albums of, of the decade and stuff like that you know what i mean it's very highly well respected and so she's getting a lot of attention for it so that she just probably wasn't prepared for but her acceptance speech was very awkward. Um, you can tell that she just genuinely, genuinely did not know how to handle that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, she went up there, she grabbed the trophy. She I didn't said, see that. She was like, you know, I didn't expect this at all. Thank you, this person. Thank you, London on the track. Thank you, and then walked <laughs> off. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was it. Because, I mean, she 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 she, she was nervous, obviously. Right. Uh, I, so I, I I feel for her, like, people respect her because she's real, right? People love people who are real. They don't want to support nobody to fake. She's genuinely being herself and just didn't know how to handle that moment. Mm-hmm. And and I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not upset at her for canceling her tour because she sent the money back quick. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not mad. At you know her acceptance speech. <laughs> <laughs> My name is the Money Boss. Okay, all right. But anyway, that that's Summer Walker, y'all. Um, yeah, I just want to address this. Like, I'm not saying I'm not going to guess her. I actually love yeah. her as an artist. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I just listened to her today. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's just my speculation. I just feel like yeah, you're talking. I really feel like this is an excuse. Like, there's. I feel like if you really, I go back to my main point. If you really love music. You do that for therapeutic. And I'll compare it to Kawhi Leonard, who plays for the Clippers. Um, <laughs> when he played for the Spurs, this man really sat down and said, I'm not playing no more because it was detrimental to his health. Mm-hmm. But you got to think about it from an NBA and owner he, and fans. He been through some People pay to come see you. They're paying for the, the name brand. You're, you're paid to play 82 games. And I get it, like... 
you. What did they pay him to see? Huh? Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, they're coming to see him. The face of the, the franchise, pretty much. Mm. Kawhi Leonard is the Kawhi face Leonard. of the franchise. Don't really want to pay Kawhi Kawhi don't, don't We're not going to get into basketball don't, don't, He's the face. But it's just like, bro, like, you got to think about that. And I understand he's trying to save himself for the playoffs. He's really trying to win. That's his love for the for the game. But at the same time, you're getting paid. This is what you signed a contract for. You know what you was getting into. And you can't you can't really maneuver like that. If you do, it's just re, re, repercussions for that. That's how this that's how I feel about my, it. My thing is suicide is a very real thing, and I would just hate. Well, stop for, altogether. Yeah, I I would just hate for for that I, to I, be. I, I, you know what I mean? If I was, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it this way. I was dealing with depression in high school, mm-hmm. and let's say I do music, mm-hmm. something that I actually love. If I was doing music. I would not complain about that. That I don't know. It, I feel like it's you, a mindset thing. You think music is an escape, though? Music is a is it's a great escape. escape. It should be. And she says that she, I mean, the interviews that I've seen, and when I, yeah, when I've seen her interviews and I was speculating, she said that's her a way of escaping, getting to be herself. So if that's true, then that should be it. That should be... I don't know, bro. That's that's just how I feel. Let's, I just, you know, thoughts, prayers, whatever you whatever you do, you know. I just hope Summer Walker comes comes out of this and she, you know, is able to you know elevate from this um, and learn how to deal with it. Um, let's move on to the next nominees. Soul Train Certified Award goes to Trevor Jackson. Don't know what that award is or who that person is, but anyway. <laughs> Best Gospel yeah, Inspirational know. Award goes to Kirk Franklin. <laughs> I feel like he wins it every year. <laughs> he does. He's a goat, bro. Yeah, I mean, come on now. Kirk, Kirk he don't even got to sing. <laughs> he doesn't sing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this award pisses me off. This is the one time Soul Train fucked up. And I will make. I will say this one time. I will mention the nominees. One time. For rhythm this. and Bars. Their Rhythm and Bars Award. Pretty much this is their hip-hop Award. Um, the nominees Cardi B Money, 21 Savage featuring J. Cole a lot, The Baby, Suge, J. Cole, Middle Child, Meek Mill featuring Drake, Going Bad, Meg The Stallion featuring The Baby, Cash Shit. The winner of this award hmm. went to Cardi B Money. Hmm. No, fuck that. No. I don't let's, think I'm let, mad at that. Let me say this. I don't think I'm Cardi mad at that. Cardi B, they just gave it, cause, because it's Cardi B. No, mo- the song Money was not good. I'm tired of people thinking that the the Money song was that good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Cardi know. B I don't Money. Know. That song was pretty I, tough, I, I, bro. It was pretty good. I ain't gonna I lie. remember sending it to you. He was like, it's all right. That song was pretty good. That's Cardi B high, Money bro. is not good, y'all. That shit is irritating. <laughs> Money. Money. But she got some bars on there, bro. Even though she didn't write it, she had some bars on it. It's not better than her other music. That was just a song that she just threw out there to just continue Which was really good. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Wow, y'all really thought Money was good. Okay. All right, anyway. What was the other songs? The other songs was 21 Savage featuring J. Cole a lot. The Baby with Suge, which was a a smash. Suge? Okay. J. Cole, Middle Child. Okay, I can give you that one. Meek Mill and Drake going bad? 
Meg the Sign and the Baby Cash It. That was hot too. Yeah, that but, one was good. But you're saying that those songs were worse than money? I'm gonna say that. Okay, all right. So what it was it was hard. Same level. Let me not get this yeah, twisted, y'all. Hard. I like Cardi B. She's a dope artist. She knows how to read um other people's lyrics really well. But when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to the nominees here, she doesn't beat she doesn't beat Shug. And she doesn't beat J. Cole's middle child. And she doesn't beat Meek Mill and Drake's uh, uh going bad. She does not beat those three songs. Mm, with no, money. No. I think it's like not with money. I'm not saying beating wise, but I'm saying I think they're all the same tier. I Cardi agree. B's money song or the same tier as this? I agree. Alright, then we're just alright, we're gonna have to agree to this. You're just saying it because she's a female. No, please. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> He's not gonna have me out here. <laughs> Um, best R&B female artist goes to her. And I'm not even mad at that. I, I just like her as a person. Yeah, I'm not mad honest. at that. I love her acceptance speech as well, too. I love um, the nominees. Yeah, I mean, I mean, come on. The women here, Ari Lennox, Beyonce, Lizzo, Mary J. Blige, and Summer Walker. That is a beautiful list right there. I think it's more about Ari Lennox and Summer Walker and her between those three, I think. And Liz, uh, my bad, Lizzo. My bad. Lizzo, Lizzo was killing it. I don't really, I don't even know where she came from. I'm like, Neither. she just blew she up. She came out of nowhere. She I had been out for a while, but she said she was about to quit before that song took off. She said she was about to give it up. Well, kudos to Lizzo. She's from Houston, you know. Um, her and her and uh, Meg Thee Stallion kind of blew up at around the same time. It's kind of dope. Um, Next, best soul male artist goes to Khalid. Shout out my cousin. Khalid. I gotta start saying that name more. <laughs> Album slash mixtape of the year goes to "Cause I Love You," Lizzo. Mm. I have I can't critique it because I haven't listened to it. I can't say nothing. Either. I can't say nothing about it because I'm I see the nominees: Shea Butter Baby, Ari Lennox. But I would well I would say this: my brother, my sister, and my mom likes that. Like so I'll, yeah. I'll I'll give her so, a listen. <laughs> that will, says a lot. Don't you see them different ages yeah, right that's there? Huge. Your brother, your sister, and your mom. Yeah, that's huge. Okay, that's say, huge. All right, that, that's <laughs> huge. That's so, a big age, yeah. But but the yeah, nominees, y'all. Big. Let's let's no, talk about who she beat out. Shea Butter Baby, Ari Lennox, Indigo, Chris Brown, LMA, with LMA. <laughs> I used to know her, her, and then Free Spirit, Khalid. Why was Indigo in there? Right? I mean, because it's R it's R and B. Chris Brown's R and B. Yeah, but forty five songs. I don't think it's, it's an album. It. Song of the year. Okay, now this is where shit gets taken over. I'll just so I'm just going. That's I'm a, hard. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw this all in one box for you guys. Chris Brown featuring Drake, the No Guidance song, won Song of the Year. It also won what's the other one won? Best dance performance. And best collaboration. So he got the most awards of the night with song of the year, collaboration, and wow. dance performance. Because, you know, Drizzy was popping up the snake. <laughs> <laughs> best dance performance. Um, I'm not mad at it at all. Um, I think that, that record was a smash just to see two legends coexist on the same song and it just be exactly what we wanted. Just a... Uh, Juice was pretty big record though. If this was not the Soul Train Wars, Juice would have won that for sure. 
Um, no. That's facts. No guidance. Chris Brown and Drake. Lizzo mm-hmm. just was like. I mean, okay, but I'm also being biased because I haven't listened. I have not listened to Lizzo's. The only song I'm be you honest listen, with you. If you hear that song, you definitely heard that song. It's been played on the radio multiple times. She got times. two that, that took off though. Yeah. I, just I only listen to Truth Hurts. I'm gonna be honest with you. I only I have not listened to any other Lizzo song besides Truth Hurts. So I can't really comment on on that that much. Um, video of the year goes to Lizzo with Juice. Yeah, makes sense. That no guy. This video was so dope though. It was cool. No, it wasn't cool. It was epic. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, that whole that whole story behind that video. That video was I so it was funny, dope. but uh, it was funny. It was sorry. entertaining. It was that was the video of the year, in my opinion. The Chris Brown featuring Drake, No Guidance, was amazing to me. I want to say video of the year. Yeah, There's cool. a lot of videos I can name that's better than that. No, you can't. Goofy said, <laughs> no Guidance is the song of the year for more reasons than just music. I agree. The, just the just the Drake and Chris Brown collab in itself is epic. Now nah, that was epic. I think that's what but everybody they both was executed, so hype about. But they both executed the song. It wasn't just one of those oh, yeah, throwaway the song songs. Was, yeah, the song was great. The song I'm, not, was, I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, the song wasn't a throwaway. It was they both put effort in that song, and then they put effort in the video. Like that's the video was amazing. They brought the kid out like dance battle. Like that shit was lit. <laughs> that shit I don't was know, in my lit. opinion, I thought it was regular. <laughs> it was exactly a regular what video. Said about you. They said it was cool. <laughs> Chad says nonchalantly as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. That was the Soul Train Awards. Now let's get into other top shit. This one's gonna hurt. This one hurts me because I'm so conflicted. I am conflicted. I am conflicted. What are we getting into? I don't even know what we're getting into right now. Colin Kaepernick. Oh. And <laughs> versus <laughs> the NFL. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do the theme songs. Because you want to get into that first? Or... Um, you want me to dive into it real quick? All right. Um, Go ahead, Chad. Okay, did you see, I don't know if y'all seen what what (laughs) Jay-Z said about Colin Kaepernick in his statement. I guess it was after his um, little workout session with one of the teams. Oh, no, I didn't see it afterwards. I only saw what Jay-Z said before. before. I thought what Jay-Z said before. But did you see the statement what Colin Colin Kaepernick said, like, after the workout or whatever? Because that's what he's talking about when... I guess he was done practicing. I've seen what, yes, I've seen Kaepernick's okay. statement. That's what he's referring to. Okay. So I'm going to address that. Real, okay, let me just okay. say real quick what happened okay. from start to finish, real briefly. Okay. The NFL gave Colin Kaepernick the opportunity to have a private NFL, to have a private um, um, practice mm-hmm. showcasing his skills. Like, other players do, but he, they did a private one just for him, okay? They had 25 out of the 32 teams mm-hmm. come to see him. They had it at the Atlanta Falcons training facility in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. 25 teams came to watch Colin Kaepernick play, mm-hmm. or Colin Kaepernick practice, to see if they can pull him on a team. Three hours, 
Three hours before the training was supposed to start, Colin Kaepernick canceled on the 25 teams. Okay, I didn't know that. Because he did not agree with the terms and the, and the conditions that the NFL had. They made they wanted him to sign a waiver form. It's a basic waiver form that every single NFL player has to sign. But the, the waiver form said that if he gets hurt during the training, they are not liable, which is basic shit. Mm-hmm. Also, that if he doesn't get selected by any of the 25 teams, mm-hmm. that he cannot say that they blackballed him or that they didn't give him a fair shot. Okay. That was the waiver that he did not agree to. I'm glad you're bringing this up. This is, this is confirmation what I'm going to say. On top of that, Colin Kaepernick wanted also to record. Had he wanted to have his own recording team, his own film team, record the um, the practice so he could distribute. Mm-hmm. The NFL said, "No, you can't have that. It has to be our um, our recording people." Mm-hmm. So Colin Kaepernick didn't feel comfortable enough because of the he couldn't film it. And that he couldn't say what he wanted to say with that. So, within three hours of his practice, he canceled it, went to a local high school in Atlanta, and did the practice there. Mm-hmm. Had his own film crew there, mm-hmm. and did a live stream YouTube of it there so people could see it. Okay. Eight NFL teams still showed up. So, it went from 32 teams to 25 teams coming to see him. To eight teams coming to the high school to see him. Okay. When he performed, well, well, before he came out, he had a Kunta Kinte t-shirt on. (laughs) He had a Kunta Kinte t-shirt on. He practiced. When the practice was over, he had had the media come out. He did not answer any questions. He made one statement. Pretty much the statement said that, you know... We've been waiting for three years. I've been preparing and training for three years. You've seen what's happened, blah, blah, blah. But I'm ready to play. I'm ready. It's in the it's in the hands of Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, and it's in the hands of the 32 owners of the NFL. The ball is in their court. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. That is, in a nutshell, the summary right. of what happened. There was happened. a little more to it in the statement, too. Yeah, there was more to it within the same one. I'm just saying the summary of what happened. Okay. But um, go ahead, Tavish, in there. No, I'm glad you laid it all out. Um, it's actually, like I said, it's just confirmation of what I'm getting ready to say. Okay. Um, I might get a... I'm, <laughs> people might be mad. I don't care for real, for real. This is my opinion. That's just how I feel. But uh, uh, Jay-Z said... Uh, Basically, to summarize it, he didn't agree to how he handled the situation with the NFL, and mm-hmm. and I agree. And the reason I agree is we know who Colin Kaepernick is. We know what he's about. We know what happened when he took that knee. Mm-hmm. We know everything that happened after that. Mm-hmm. So we know all. We know the whole story. We know the dynamic of the situation. Me personally, and how I'm looking at it from the outside point of view, I might I might not know what he's truly trying to do, but this is how I see it. I get that you have a mission, which is very prominent and very uh, important to have 
in society right now. I I'm I'm with him with that. Like yeah. it's very important. Like I totally agree with Colin Kaepernick. But with this situation, when it comes to working for somebody like the NFL, uh, to me, I feel like it was unnecessary to make comments and statements after that practice. This was should have just been, to me, this should have been strictly just business. And, okay, I'll give him that. It's uh, I'll give him him having his own film team and stuff. I respect that. But him, I'm addressing what he said after the workout. I really feel like that was not to be said. And I agree with Jay-Z. It was a pu- publicity stunt, to be honest. I, that's how I feel. Because it's like, do you really want to... Do you really want to work? go back to work? And it's like, you know what you're dealing with with the NFL. And you said it was 32 teams at first looking at them. Now it went, well, went no, down to It was to 25 eight. teams. 25 teams, my bad. Yeah. It was twenty five teams, yeah. and it went back. It went down all the way to eight. And <laughs> to me, it just looked like you're trying to just get rid of eight more. To me, th- I'm just looking at it as like you're really not trying to work, bro. And that's cool. I feel like you should have said that from the beginning. Like if you're not trying to work, trying to go back in the NFL, like you really are against it, then don't try to get us all hyped for you to come back into the NFL and. Cause that's that's what we all want. We uh, that's what all the you know black people that want better for our, our community. But that's what we want. We want to see Colin Kaepernick play ball again. And I would address this. He's good enough. Like if you watch the clips, if you know football, there's some trash quarterbacks right now. Come He's on, definitely bro. capable of playing right now. So bro, that's not a took, question. Took a team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's not a question. That. But again, I just. I'm with Jay-Z, man. I just feel like... I feel like he didn't dress it right. I just feel like he didn't really want to work. Because if he really want to work, he really didn't even make those statements like that. We know what you're about. Yeah, we know you've been waiting three years. Everybody knows that. You don't need to say that. It just seems like you're really trying to prove something which you already have proven. So, go ahead. Real quick, I'm going to talk about this and then we got to get to our top black business. Um... I, I'm so conflicted with what's going on with Colin Kaepernick, man. Like, I'm completely with his movement. The, even the first take, even a lot of the ESPN um, journalists and stuff like that agree that Colin Kaepernick has been boycotted and blackballed from the, in, from the NFL. That's a known fact. And what Jay-Z's thing, the whole thing was like, okay, we know what Colin Kaepernick was kneeling for. Now we're addressing it and working on fixing it. Now let's get on with the show, okay? Colin Kaepernick, I get him trying to control the narrative because he's saying that he doesn't trust the NFL. I get that. I understand that. Mm -hmm. I understand him not agreeing to some of the terms and conditions and you want to be your own man. You feel like you know you, you deserve. You don't trust them and you feel like you earned the respect that is definitely due. The problem is, is this. You're doing all of this to work for the NFL. Right. You know what I mean? You're still trying to play for the NFL. Right. This is not you saying that I'm going to make my own league, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. No, you're trying to play for the NFL. Facts. You know what I mean? The NFL <laughs> still is under the NFL. A, a owner, a boss. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you're trying to work for a boss. You know what I mean? You're trying to work for an owner. 
You know what I mean? Like, you're not trying to say you're trying to own a team. It would be something completely different if you're trying to own a team or trying to go that route. But no, you're trying to be a player on somebody's team in somebody's company. So, I just, it's just so hard for me to say this, bro, because I love Kaepernick. I love what he did. I love what he represents. But this was bad. Yeah. This was a bad move by Colin Kaepernick. I'm glad we were on the same team. page on that one. Yeah, and a lot of people feel the same way. If you if you play football, if you're around football, mm-hmm. you're a football coach, player, whatever, a lot of them feel the same way that we do. And I was surprised to hear a lot of people come out and, and I'm agree. I'm surprised you said that because I've seen the opposite. Well, I mean, I there's, there's definitely both sides, but I've mm-hmm. seen it. The people who are actually knows how football works – I mean, these kids have been groomed since middle school and high school to become football players and knows how the game is routed and worked. You're still trying to position yourself to play for the NFL. Roger Goodell and his 32 teams, that's who you're trying to play for. You know what I mean? So, anyway, um, I I don't feel like how he um, did this was was the correct route. Yeah, it wasn't the best approach. It wasn't the best approach. I mean, let's think about this, y'all. Three hours before the practice is supposed to... You canceled three hours, not the day before, not the not the weeks before. You knew what you were about to sign, even if you didn't know. three. In, in, even if they said three, they gave it to you three hours, and you're like, okay, this is it. I'm okay with you wearing Kunta Kinte shirt. You can wear whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm cool with you wearing the Kunta Kinte shirt. I love it actually. I love you wearing your afro, showing black pride, black black pride. I love all that, Mo. But what I don't like is is the unprofessionalism. If you're trying to play into this league, what team wants to deal with a Colin Kaepernick drama? Because it's not because you're you're trying to play football, but you're bringing in. He's showing his true colors. It's like oh, we have to. First of all, I don't, a lot of NFL teams really don't want to deal with that media drama. They, they want, just want to play football. They don't want to deal with drama. They period. just want to play football. That's it. A lot of them just that's all it's about. And Colin, it just looked like you about to bring a bunch of drama, a bunch of media attention, nobody wants to deal with and nobody that. wants to deal with that. That's nobody point blank. But you know, I'm surprised the eight team still went to show up and go look at him and stuff like that. I'm very yeah, surprised. surprised too. The Redskins is part of that team too, but I'll be it's honestly, be, bro. I think it's just. They're looking at it as a money thing because they know how big his name is now. No, no, but it's, it's also the other way, too. You got to think about it. Yes, black dollar is important, but the NFL has a lot of white dollars, too. And a lot of people are scared to have the Colin Kaepernick in their team. It's going to it's, it's be very divided, and it could cause a lot of controversy and trouble for a team and organization to have to have that. So, real quick, because we're not, we're not about to, to, to skip over this topic. Right. Um, top black businesses. Top black business this week is going to go to Janice Bryant. That's how you pronounce it. Entrepreneur, educator, ambassador, businesswoman, author, mentor, founder, chief executive officer of the Act One Group, Mm -hmm. Miss Janice Bryant Howard. Janice (laughs) Bryant. (laughs) Look that up. Right. Um, This woman um, has one of the largest privately held minority uh, women to hold a um, her own company. Um, this woman... They said she's the first black billionaire to hold... To she, hold she's the first person to black own... Black woman billionaire. She's the first black woman to have a 
company with assets over a billion dollars. And this woman um, definitely earned that. And I have to shout her out. She's from North Carolina. Okay. And she attended North Carolina Agricultural <laughs> Technical <laughs> State know, University. It was so funny because I just happened to see her pop up on my feed. I was just looking at it like, damn, this woman. Oh, one of my favorite profiles that she sent me. Yeah. yeah that was I'm, I'm very surprised. I never heard about this woman, and I went to North Carolina A&T. And, um, That's I, odd. I mean. It should be praising her. I mean, yeah. <laughs> But um, this black billion, woman billionaire. She, yeah, she she's definitely well respected in the HBCU community. She like I said, she graduated from A and T. Um, her company is called Act One. Um, basically, um, I just want to say one thing about her. I love if y'all go back and research her. I love her background story of how she started off. Yeah, and one of the things that stuck out to me was she bought. What was it? Nine hundred dollars. Nine hundred dollars from her mother. Yeah. And she took that money and, and did something. The, yeah. Flipped she it. flipped it. And I feel like a lot of that's a lesson learned right there. Like yeah. I feel like a lot of us people, if we got nine hundred dollars from our parents, we just gonna blow it. But nah, she took the initiative to like, look, I'm gonna use this nine hundred dollars to make even more money. And it, if you like I said, if you research her and look how she started from the bottom and really used. She really, back then, because she's an older woman, she's 67, mm -hmm. she really didn't have a lot of resources like we do now. Yeah. So imagine what she did back then with the resources, the little bit of resources she only had. So she's phenomenal to me, and I, I want to read more about Absolutely. her. But from what I read, like I said, she's, she's dope. She capitalized on opportunity. Fact. She capitalized on that opportunity and made something of it, and... Never look back. That that $900 that she was loaned by her mother and she was able to change that and make a fortune out of it. It was a billion-dollar company. She's Her net worth is about $520 million right now. But, yeah, bro, like, she she's super inspiring. This is how... This, this woman right here is just the epitome of if you have an opportunity, take it. Don't take it for granted. Grow from it. Learn from it. Um, and then keep going. You know what I mean? When you when you're around positive energy and positive things, and you know what your goal is, and you know where you want to go, mm -hmm. follow that. Don't lose track of that. Um, and don't limit yourself. That's another thing I learned from her story. Yeah. Like, even though she didn't have the resources, she took the initiative to go find it, yeah. and she, she used the resources she had. So definitely take the initiative and work hard at it. Right. All right, y'all, that's going to do it for Top Hill episode 008. I want to send a special shout-out to Quality Touch Studios. Yes, for, sir. For um, letting us use their studio. Shout-out to Will Bowser. Shout-out to Antonio Wayside, um, producer, you know, uh, artist. Producer, engineer, artist, yep. Um, also host of a show called um, Quality Check Live. Um, that show is going to be coming up um, every Monday at 10 o'clock as well. Um, uh, that me and Chad Visionaire is also... A, yeah, we're about um, to get into that actually right after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're about to get into that right now. But shout out to Quality Touch Studios. Shout out to Will Bowser. Shout out to Antonio Wayside um, for their support. Shout out to Carmen. Sir. Shout out to Carmen. <laughs> Carmen the Stallion. Um, yeah, so make sure you guys check us out on um, Quality Check uh, Live um, from Quality Touch Studios. 
But yeah, this is your boy E Money Boss signing out, and your boy. And this is Chad Visionary. We Top Hill Pod. Don't forget to check us out every social media. Top Hill Pod. Top us. Yes, Top Hill Pod. Every social media platform, YouTube, and also all the streaming uh, podcast platforms: Google, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, all that. Yes, sir. This is Top Hill, and we out. See y'all next time.